0: Thank you. everybody and welcome to Tales from the Fog. I'm your host Casey and with me as always is the amazing and wonderful Veronica. How are you doing?
1: Hey man, I'm great. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. And today we have with us the wonderful and amazing Larry Bones from Boneyard Effects. How are you doing?
2: Good, good. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for being here. It's it's a kind of a a special thing for us because we we you know hold you in such high regard and you know i at least i'll speak for me i you know admire you as a creator and 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 i think that you're really great and i'm really uh, honored to have you with us
2: today <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much that's very flattering
0: yeah. <laughs> uh so i guess i mean i don't think we've ever talked about this in person but how did you get into horror makeup and special effects and what was your path to getting into the industry
2: well, actually, I've been doing this pretty much all, pretty much long, as long as I can remember. I, when I was a kid, I loved horror films, and I loved creating and drawing and things like that. And eventually, over the years, it finally came together. I can see, oh my god, I can do these say, two things together. I can yeah. love of horror and how to do it. And it's like so. I lived in Oregon at the time, so there wasn't a whole lot of input or information on the, wor- the world of effects, and I. Looked in the back of a Fangory magazine. There was an ad for the Joel Blasco makeup center. Come to Hollywood and live your dream and make monsters. It was like, that's what I'm gonna do. (laughs) So we we packed up and moved to California. Wow.
0: So where did you did you like immediately start being independent or did you work in a in a house with anybody?
2: I did. When I first graduated, I actually, the first job I got on was Murder in the First. I was an intern on it with Kevin Bacon and all these, it was an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. After that, um, I started working for Matthew Mungle and worked with him for a couple of years doing movies like Congo and Mm -hmm. uh, Murder in the First. I mean, Murder in the First, things along those lines. And it was in 95, it was kind of like, you know, I really enjoyed this, but I kind of want to be my own boss. So in 95, we said, we founded Boneyard Effects in 1995, 25 years ago. Wow,
0: 25th <laughs> anniversary. Yay.
1: <laughs> there are so many better ways to have celebrated a 25th anniversary, but oh, yeah. the industry is happy to have you for that long. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your first job as Boneyard Effects?
2: Oh, boy. That's, that's a good, I don't think that's 25 years ago. You're really testing my memory here. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think probably right off the bat, we didn't, you know, we, since we were new, we didn't do any big name features. So we did a lot of like low budget films. We did that for quite a long time. Um, Nothing really stands out that we, and we go, oh, I know that movie. I know that movie. I think probably when I started getting involved with Altarian Studios, which is Tony Gardner, he opened up a studio that was three miles from my shop was at the time was actually in a double car garage behind our house. (laughs) <laughs> but he moved down there, and he wanted to do movies, get back into the industry. And we had a full foam late set setup, and they didn't have anything. So they started saying, hey, can you run all of our foam?" Like, <laughs> sure. So immediately started doing things like Shallow Howl. Um scary movie Two. Mm-hmm. So I'm running all, all of this crazy amount of phone for all these films. You know, I didn't actually get to go on set to do any of this stuff, but it was, it was just a constant barrage of stuff for them for several years that we did mm-hmm. that until they finally got up and running and got their phone thing going mm-hmm. until we finally got a call from a place called universal studios.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so how did that come
2: about? Well, actually I was teaching, teaching at the Joe Blasco makeup center. Actually after i I'd, have I'd been doing that for a couple of years afterwards. And I guess Joe Blasco actually had done, the uh horror nights out in florida or orlando out there for a okay. while and when they wanted to bring it back out here they called joe and said hey you know we're gonna do this and you know anybody wants to do it and it's like yeah i mean so joe came to me he said hey you'd be interested It's like yes of course i grew up <laughs> on universal monsters so i went and had a meeting with them and they were new and they really didn't know quite what was going on and they didn't have a lot of money and so i you know i was undercut so you know i you know it, so I lo- didn't get the gig that, that, that year. And they did it a couple more years and then they stopped doing it. And I think it got it very expensive for them because it was still union in there. So yeah. it, it died for quite a while. And it wasn't until I think I was working on a project with Hollow Studios and Ted Doherty, he came to me, he said, hey, I'm hearing this rumor Horror Nights is coming back. It's like, what? So I <laughs> immediately jumped, jumped on the phone and started trying to call people. And Everybody I dealt with years before were no longer there. And through here, through there, through here. I think it was uh, Ghost Rite. The guy who runs Ghost Ride actually finally got me the go here. It talked to Chris Williams. Here's his phone number. And I went and had a meeting with him and got the job and did that for 11 years.
0: Wow. 11 years. That's
2: a long time. Yeah, well, so until one.
1: you left, were you f- there from the beginning, from its
0: resurrection all the way through until you left? Yes, yeah, so
2: 2006 to 2016. Yeah, we did the um, whole run.
0: So... Universal, they have a ton of makeup positions. So do you basically spend the entire off-season building prosthetics for the shows?
2: It became that way over the years. Yeah. It began, for a while, it was just kind of like a couple months prep. And then it got to be before, like starting in July and then starting in June and mm-hmm. moving yeah. earlier and earlier because the, ba- the builds were getting large, really large. So it started almost getting close to being a year-round job. Wow.
1: Oh. Did that affect any other work that you could take, like doing film work?
2: It absolutely did. Cause I was doing so much of that. It kind of, I kind of got, I didn't do so much film work. So I kind of, people kind of forgot about me. Aww. So when it, once I kind of got out of that, it was kind of a challenge to crawl back in and people go, Hey, I still here. I still do makeup effects and stuff like that. So. Yes.
0: <laughs> you got anything else?
1: Um, well, I know that you've been dropping hints here and there about, um, about ITB, about Into the Black. Um, can you tell us you know, what that journey has been and then what, and, you know, what 2020 has so blessedly given us, what the current, you know, what the situation of that
2: all is? Well, it's, it's actually, we, we don't know right now. We have everything locked down and, and sitting and waiting. So mm-hmm. we have a location locked down. Actually, it was handed to us. Actually, John Cook actually reached out to me and said, hey, I've got a friend who's got a space and who wants to do something. And it's like, oh. what? It's like, so I, was, you know, <laughs> I don't one. take it too seriously because I know how hard it is to find a location for a haunt. So I'm always yeah. open to it, Kind of looking around for different spaces and stuff like that. But, you know, it's never like, I'm gonna put my 100% into it because every yeah. time I do that, I get my heart ripped out when I can't get, you know, get to open. So this <laughs> is kind of, so we kind of sat back and waited. And when I started talking with the owners of this property and they are, super excited about having a haunted attraction in their location and they're pushing very very hard they want this very bad which is so unusual because usually you talk to any property owners they are going oh you crazy halloween people you're going to destroy my place we won't yeah. let you in <laughs> so yeah, exactly. and this place is like we love this we want to have halloween here and wow. so they reached out to the city and the city goes hey this is a great idea so we started going through the process, okay, what are, what are the things we have to do? So we immediately, okay, let's figure all everything for COVID, everything for safety. ITB was built to be socially distanced from the get-go because you have sure. to walk through this thing alone. So we, have to, it, we didn't have to change a lot operationally. It was just probably for, secure, I mean, for, for health and safety and stuff like mm-hmm. that, yeah. which was pretty easy to put into a form. So that's already put that into their hands. They're going, hey, this looks great. So the city's going, okay, now you have to talk to the county.
3: <laughs> like, okay well we,
2: were, we passed that hurdle what so, county it, is it in it is in San Bernardino County oh okay <laughs> well that's
3: w- a that good yeah, I won't Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know I, I never not telling anybody exactly the city because it always seems to be a jinx when I bring it up but I can yeah. say you know yeah. it's south of the 210 north of the 10 west of the 15 that's, that's a pretty big area but yeah <laughs>
3: It's kind and of narrows
2: down to where we're looking at right now, but so we they reached out to the county and the county said, "Hey, this sounds like a great idea, but we have to now be bound by the state." Yeah, oh, boy. and it's and it, it's an entertainment venue which is like completely closed at this moment. So what we are doing now is we are just moving forward and getting all of our ducks in the row, all the paperwork, all the things for permits ready to go and hand it to the city. So when the state lifts when if and when lifts this restriction, they're gonna go, just go. Just go, just go, just go, just go. The city's not gonna make us jump through hoops because they want us to be there very badly. So we're just getting everything ready. We actually have another meeting tomorrow to sit down to just finalize everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: We're planning on we're we're looking to plan on just that we're going to open. If we do or not, we just want to be ready for that to open. So that's kind of where we're sitting the The plans for into the black this year are huge. They're bigger than they've ever been. It's somewhere between eleven and twelve thousand square feet for a home. So we have a whole bunch of new rooms that haven't been seen before. So you go farther into the black house than you've ever been before. See all kinds of things. So, so here's where we are. We're sitting on our hands and waiting.
0: Oh man. (laughs) So I mean, twelve thousand square feet. That's a Big thing to build. So, are you going to start building it and just hope you get a chance to open? Or Are you going to be have a well, cut off where, like, if we don't hear by this point, <laughs> like, it's we can't do
2: it? Well, the, the beautiful thing about it is this space, the owners of this space say, you know, we want to do something in here anytime. So, we're mm-hmm. saying, hey, we want to do something in November and maybe in December and mm-hmm. continue to use this gigantic space to just remodel what we have in there, retheme it. Make it clowns, make it zombies, and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so even if we don't get to open in October, if November comes, hey, we have a haunted attraction in November.
1: You know, there's unusual,
2: the but oh yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. But we all understand that people want to get out and have some yeah. entertainment. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so we are going to be ready to open whenever we can. So, like I said, if we don't open in October, you're going to see itv eventually. Awesome.
1: So, what does the staffing look like? I know, like. I remember walking through it when it was over at, at Twin Pines Mall and mm-hmm. um, it, the, the actors were already kind of, you know, like distanced from each other. Like it really gave you a chance to absorb the, the atmosphere of the room and the storytelling through, through the, the set decoration, and set design, as opposed to a person telling you stuff. So I was like, does it look like you're going to have to actually cut your acting staff to accommodate the like all the rules that they're putting in place?
2: We actually are probably going to be having a couple more actors than we did when we were at the mall, but there again it's bigger when we were at the mall, we were only like thirty six hundred square feet yeah That's so true. it was yeah, pretty it small because we had to cram inside that little that little place in there so yeah. and it's always been designed that way that you know each actor has a, their area that they mm-hmm. work in, so no two are in the same area we've done things so we put like we've had like a green room in our haunt we're putting actors behind the the, the acrylic in some areas and yeah. stuff like that. We're looking also, you know, we're gonna be putting HEPA filters into all the makeups and the masks and stuff like that. So to make sure that they're safe, it, you know, they're not able to get right up in your ear like they used to. So we're really gonna push some of those audio tricks that we've done before. Well, it sounds yeah. like there's things around you when there really aren't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah, I think, I, you know, I think the, it's gonna be pretty easy for us to do that. It's just a matter of just getting the state going, okay, you guys have taken every precaution. You've taken way above and beyond to make this happen and make it safe for everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. And and still make it seem like it's seamless. Like, yes. it, like it kind of forces you to think outside the box to get effective scares and make it beautiful and make it artsy yeah. so that the people in the industry think it's cool. The people who don't know how, what goes into these things, thinks it's cool. Like it like makes you have to flex muscles that, you know, maybe as creators, we haven't flexed before. And the result is always beautiful and fun and new, and it could be something innovative that once someone else gets wind of it, they're going to want to try it, and you could yeah, change feel- something <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty fundamental <laughs> yeah. with how we approach, you know, just our style of walkthrough and storytelling. I think mean, yeah, it's pretty I- neat. It's very yeah, bold of you to 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 do this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, like I said, with the fact, you know, that we already had so much of this already in place, you know, that, that we never were a Congo line. We were never going to have to worry about having hundreds and hundreds of people inside of this place at any time. You know, we're looking at, as what we did before, with time ticketings and things along those lines. And actually, for the first time this year, you know, we have the 25-minute film. We're actually going to finally, for the first time, I've always wanted to do it, is to actually have a location to sh- see the film. So you get to watch the film and immediately go inside the haunt. The, oh, that's the cool. abruptly. And now you go, mm-hmm. oh, man, now you're going to walk right into those sets. Are you going to keep
0: down. it at the full 25 or are you going to cut it down?
2: We're cutting it down. We're taking it down to We're looking somewhere about 15 minutes. So we have 15 guests that go through every minute. The one, also, one thing we're also looking at this year is we have the alone element, but we're also looking at a couples option because I know there are a lot of people that the couple years is like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. So, <laughs> you know, so, okay, we will allow couples to go through, but it's going to be one or two only. So that's going to be it. And still keeping with that timing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also keeping with the distancing, the couples, you know, likely live together or at least know each other and yes. the social distancing yeah. is a yeah. no problem.
0: I love yeah, going through alone, though. I think it, it really adds something to it, the story.
2: It, it does. When I first decided to do a haunt, that was the first thing. It's like, what would scare me? It's like going through someplace completely by yourself. It's like, yeah, that's good. That's pretty scary. The first year we did it, I didn't go through to our very last night. Really? Like, nope, nope. No. <laughs> what was,
0: well, so what was the size difference between when it was at the Fairplex versus at the mall?
2: Uh, The footprint of it the first year was about 11,000 square feet, but there was a gigantic galley in the middle of the thing we had for all the actors to go through. So it was probably closer to 8,000 square feet of actual haunt. Mm -hmm. And then we went to the mall, like I said, we were like, oh, okay, we've got to fit into this and do 3,600 square feet. So it was like hack and pick, you know, and we really just kept a lot of the really cool rooms and didn't, you know, we had a lot of superfluous hallways that we'd kind of cut out and and just kind of left the, the key rooms into it for that year.
1: How much did we destroy when we were doing horror films. <laughs> need beautiful walls to be painted.
2: Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Oh. There's still a whole bunch of that stuff in the shop. <laughs> oh, stacks, boy. Stacks of all the, the Wayne's cutting.
1: Wayne's cutting?
2: Wayne's cutting. It can always be fixed. You know, I it know. can always be fixed. Absolutely. We did it once. We can do it again.
1: That's true. It was heartbreaking <laughs> at the time, though, painting over these beautiful walls. Like, this is a shame.
2: <laughs> yeah, but look at what, what came out of it, though. You so know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Speaking of, is do we have any news or updates when it comes to horror
2: we are close to getting doing the launch it's just it's 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 the living back and forth between itb and horror and hired (laughs) itb and horror and i focus on horror and itb comes calling at me so i'm going back and forth but we're looking at finalizing everything for kickstarter next week you know we're just now Mm -hmm. just going down and finding the perks and and i know because in the world we live in right now that we're looking at other options of offering a lot of perks that are less money you know, that we can keep our, our costs down. And uh, starting at at an option of showing Horovelt at a hour marker mm-hmm. with a, ability to get to that 90-minute mark. So we're going to be asking for you know, a much more reasonable amount of money on this.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And so that, that's kind of what we're working on right now is getting that done. And, and we're getting, shooting another list of, like a fun little Kickstarter video, you know, to really just kind of pump it out there a little bit. So, so working on that. But yeah, we are really, really close on that. So I'm hoping to get that out there very, very soon. We can get that shot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. It's I mean, you're you're basically trying to get two projects off the ground at the same time. And one of them is stressful and challenging enough. And now you've got both of them happening. I mean, the horror belt, please correct me if I have if I misunderstood it, but it kind of grew in the space that ITB left when we couldn't happen. Do I did I understand that correctly?
2: Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah, because once we, because we've in last year when we weren't, we thought we had a spot for ITV. And I think it was just like a couple months beforehand, the owner said, no, we rented it out to somebody else. is like, oh, oh, no, oh, no, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? God. But, you know, I really enjoyed shooting the ITV film so much. It's like I knew I wanted to do some more film work. And it's like, this is the perfect opportunity. You know, yeah. I have to do something creative. And this is something, you know, I really want to do. And it, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to see it finished for sure.
1: It, it will. It absolutely will. It's it's
0: <laughs> I mean I just did I think they're the last shoots for a guy uh he's been filming his movie for what five six years yeah off mm-hmm. and on just as money comes in he's like all right I can afford this scene now and <laughs> uh, the, crew in, oh, uh, the actors come back in and they'll film it
2: oh man that, yeah, that's, so that's, he's that's, just been chipping away at it for years. wow that, that's dedication that's pure yeah. dedication
1: <laughs> yeah can you imagine for that long just getting yeah. a little bit more done a little bit more done
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's, i just didn't want the the, the momentum of horror to die that's why i'm still pushing yeah. for like i said i know it's weird to t- try to do this in the middle of this pandemic but you know yeah. i think people really are really striving to see something new and the people mm-hmm. something unique in this industry that isn't a remake of some other movie yeah
1: it's a it's an original story it's you know it is deeply rooted in you know documented lore It's you know, it's beautiful. The people that you have working on it are really good. Like it has all of the ingredients to make a really good soup, you know, but it's just, you need time and money. Yeah. And right now it's, we have all the time in the world, you know, right. so working on ITB, but <laughs> right. you know, like it, it, you have, because you are, you know, producing something, you have to build up that capital and that hustle, that, that funding hustle yes. is exhausting. Yeah.
2: You know, I think after all this time, almost a year since we've got, the, got it finished, you know, people are really getting aware of it. You know, it's given—it's allowed me a lot of time to really get out there and get it into people's heads and and people be aware of the project. But I think when we started out before, it was just so new. No one, no one knew what was going on. But now that we have had all this time to really get it out there, it's building a lot of buzz. And people, I think, are going to be really excited about it.
0: And so did you get a talk about Horowell um, with the There in Spirit Midsummer
2: Scream uh, panel, um, I, I did actually. Um, Justin Castillo. It was only a very brief one on that. I, yeah. I spoke just. It was just like four questions on that one. But I also did a, a, a makeup on the uh, the other one for the college, and I did. And Cheryl, I turned her into a Noxier from the mm-hmm. movie. So the <laughs> <laughs> thing really you good. never really saw in the trailer, I actually it right out here in the light. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, she looked really good
2: thank
1: you <laughs> <laughs> cool man so why, is there anything else that you've been been discovering doing anywhere you've been going like it's, it's such a weird time
2: like, it what is, else is it's, it's, it's i'm either here at home or i'm usually at the shop you know we've, we've just recently started we did a thing a couple of weeks ago we're actually doing a more it's, we're doing horror movies in the parking lot of the boneyard <laughs> so I got a a short-throw projector and we blow it out in this gigantic screen on the outside in the parking lot and invite people to come in and socially distance, bring your chair, bring your picnic basket and sit down and watch horror films. And it it was amazing. It was amazing. It was like everyone thanked us from the bottom of the heart for doing this because it was something to do to see the people their friends and in, in a yeah. safe environment and it was like yeah. oh my god thank mm-hmm. you thank you thank you and it's like and then people said oh my god i didn't go do it again it's like uh, <laughs> how can you say no to that so <laughs> so on the 15th we're going to have another movie night out there so we're going to be the original fright night and the new halloween so we're going to do a double feature that oh cool so, so that, that that's kind of cool. So it's just anything to kind of get to see people in a safe environment because everyone's striving to see their friends. And it's like air hugs, air hugs. You know, everyone yeah. wants to, you know, every, you don't just have any kind of connection at all. So
3: mm-hmm.
2: we're doing that. And and other than that, I think we're working diligently working on our effects Faces line. We've got a whole bunch br- bunch of new sculpts that are coming out this year. Or so we're doing Ooh. that, kind of pumping that up. So yes. bunch of new stuff. So. so those are the three things, really, that we're kind of focusing on. It's like I said, it's right now it's a juggling game between ITV and Horror Belt And it's like, you know, what am I working on? What am I working on? This minute I'm working on that. That minute I'm working on that. a phone call. Oh, I got to go do this. So it's like just jumping back and forth. But it's like, it's so much better than just sitting in my house and staring at the wall, which I think yes. I did for three months. It's like, I need something to do. Yes.
0: I'm still there.
2: Oh, God. Yes. My, last,
0: my last official, like, job was March 8th.
2: Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> been rough. <laughs> You've watched everything on Netflix by now, I assume. Huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Although I still
0: have uh the new Umbrella Academy season I haven't watched.
2: I know I'm, I've been saving that. I've been saving that it's like I want to sit down and not be bothered and watch it, but it's like every yeah. time I do oh my phone goes off or a text goes off, it's like, okay, I need to do this like at two AM. Yeah. <laughs> <So I wouldn't... laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but looking forward to definitely watching the second season.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Did you have any other questions? I basically, <laughs> I, I prodded as much as I, I dared. Um,
0: <laughs> trying to think of what would be a good. What um. What did you learn? working on those earlier films and at universal that you're putting into into the black like have have did you learn anything working on those other movies that you're like oh i didn't like how they did this or
2: it it really wasn't so much that it was just trying to just find the vision of what we were wanting to do and it was just trying you know just i tried to just put everything out of my mind and just go from scratch okay how you know what you know i you know i know what the shots i want to do and i know the people i want to work with and stuff like that and I, think, and I think ultimately that's always what it is because anything I worked on before, it's like, you know, there was always a divide between the teams that work kind on of a film set. Like yeah. these people don't talk to these people and these don't people talk to these people. And doing this project, everyone was in the same boat and everyone was friendly and everyone was nice and everyone had this great focus on trying to get this great project finished. Mm-hmm. And I think that was probably primarily it is just having a family working on a film project rather than just having all these independent departments.
1: That's a very good point. So, is there anything that you've developed from um, all of that experience as you went into your first foray into making a film? I know we were made the 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 um, the trailer, but you know, in preparation for making this feature film.
2: Um, boy, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a tough question. I, I, you know, it was it was just hitting the ground running, and it and it's like really having just a good plan. And and I know we, like I said, it was. Just, I was very ambitious in trying to shoot everything that we did in the two days we did. So Yeah. It was definitely an ambitious shoot
0: for sure.
2: It was very ambitious, you know, Hey, but we did it. We we did everything we yeah. did in the 12 hours that we did just barely by the skin of our teeth. But, mm-hmm. uh,
1: but again, it's that situation forcing you to be innovative and to, you know, the stuff that you're not married to, to, to lovingly right. let it go and, yeah. you yeah. know, improvising on the spot when you have to, and then really sticking to your plan, like having that plan laid out you know makes it so much easier for you when you do have to make a decision on the fly yeah you
3: know, but that seems yeah. like
1: something that having been the head of a department for an entire you know theme park for that long you have that ability to very quickly prioritize and the kind of triage everything and then c- decide how you're going to carry on
2: yeah it, yeah Absolutely. you it, have to you have to fly by the seat of your pants and make those decisions very quickly you know it's just yes. like you know when, I, when I'm writing this feature-length script, it's like, you know, I'm writing everything in there that I know will cost more money than I'll ever get, but I'm going to mm-hmm. write it in there anyway. <laughs> and, and I'm going to get down to it. It's like, okay, this is a wish scene right now, but I yeah. may not get to do it, but I may. So that, you know,
1: just, you never know. Just you might ready. come up with a way. And it might inspire <laughs> something else. You never yes. know what it can do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, just because now I'm kind of wrapping up on, you know, got the features finished and now I'm kind of like, well, not, there's more to the story. So, I mean, I'm starting mm-hmm. thinking. think, there's a prequel to the story. There's obviously a prequel to the storytelling about the birth of the Sire Legion. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. that's rolling in the back of my head. It's like, well, God, there's almost always a sequel the way I'm leaving it off, where, the, the, where they have more of the version of the world of the Noxier. Mm-hmm. So I've got this three thing, part and thing going on in my head. It's like, wow, this almost could be a TV series.
0: <laughs> so in preparation for Horror Well, could there potentially be a horrorwell haunt?
2: There very well could be a horror belt haunt, especially being based on the fact that, you know, this new location that we're looking at wants us to do stuff year round. And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, so we can do that maybe next year. We we don't even have to wait to Halloween. Why would we? Horror is horror, right?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, you can release a horror film, any time of the year. Why can't you have a haunted attraction any time of the year?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it, it's, it's a little weird and outside of the box, but the world we live in is a little weird and outside of the box <laughs> right now. <so>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it is weird because in Japan and Europe, year-round haunts do very well. But here in the U.S., because we only think of it as October, like the most of the population, year-round haunts don't tend to do great.
2: No, no. I, I remember John Birdie was always talking about that for people who want to open year round haunts. And I remember when Eli Roth wanted to do that thing in Vegas, and John Birdie said, Don't do it. Don't do it. Especially in Las Vegas. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah. He, he was right. He was right. You know, I was, the newness wears off. You know, you, I think probably if you're going to do something even daily year round, you would have to change it up. So right. the flavor of the month, so yeah. to speak. Yeah.
1: Like an escape room or something where yeah. it has that element, that thrill element. But if you want return, clients you're going to have to change it
2: exactly exactly so you you yeah. never know what you're going to see from us yeah.
1: <laughs> well have there been any other announcements of, of venues saying that they're going to be up or down or anything like that
0: nothing from six flags yet but universal studios mm-hmm. is canceled mm-hmm. not scary farm is canceled yeah. dark harbor is canceled yeah. <laughs> uh, so
1: please, please open.
2: <laughs> Believe me, I want you so bad. I want you There's so bad. I, so I, I need to bring Halloween to, to, to the people. Yeah,
0: <laughs> as of right now, like what we know is like you're potentially in the running to open.
3: Yeah.
0: And LA Haunted Hayride is still going through with their auditions and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So they seem to still be pushing to open as well.
2: Yeah, I think so, because, you know, they have that ability when they L.A. Haunted Hayride, they only had a very short window to build last year. So, yeah, they have that ability to come in very, very late in the game and go boom and set something up. So I think they might be set up for a potential if they can wait it out. If we, you know, if we get to that point, you know, that we, they can and open this back up. And, and yeah. it's outdoors. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah, because we built that whole thing in two weeks last year.
2: Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. I forgot you were part of that. You were building yeah. a cemetery or something up there. Were you ever something? Oh, uh, like yeah, we
0: did. I did part of this. We did the cemetery. Uh, and then we did part of the hayride. And then we did the uh, the ranch maze.
2: Oh, nice. Nice.
1: Oh, yeah. That blood gut and gore. Yeah. It's not very descriptive in our industry, is it? <laughs> but you know, the maze of
0: blood, guts, and gore. Uh, which oh, one?
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's been pretty quiet. You know, it's like I remember seeing like uh, some of the LA haunt list and stuff like that. They were saying only two or three people had submitted anything they share. and you know, normally they have fifty or sixty submissions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think everyone's just kind of waiting and seeing, you know, it's just, you know, at what point do you say, I can't do it anymore, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. and that's with us. It's kind of like, well, we would normally say probably in two weeks, we'd say, okay, we can't market. We can't do ticketing here anymore. But in, since we're in this kind of this world it's like, you know, we we can go after Halloween or we can go in the mm-hmm. middle of a month. And we have yeah. that ability to wait out a little bit longer now. The mm-hmm. fact, you know, we, when, you know, when Halloween's over, we're not done. We keep going potentially and we keep making attractions.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do have that advantage having that that facility in that circumstance it is a little unusual like usually you've got your your time you've got your three months or your four months or whatever but this is you know it's kind of what they want you there and they want to put something in there so it's like you're helping each other and having like you do you have a fan base that is just dying to see something awesome so like even if you do like you said push it out to november december You'll be fine. <laughs> we were talking uh, last week, like the, the thrill of the of the holiday haunts, like the Christmas oh, yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to think, like, is there any way that ITB can be like Christmassy? Like an ITB
2: Krampus, Christmas, Krampus, Krampus,
3: Krampus, Krampus.
2: Krampus. <laughs> so awesome! Right? We've yes, already been good. thinking about it of how we can do an overlay in yeah. ITB for Krampus, and it's like it's, this isn't going to be that hard.
0: That'd be <laughs> so. fun. Throw some snow machines. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh huh. Go down to Big Lutz and get some plastic Christmas trees and lighting and.
0: It'll change be it up and get some new
2: characters in there. And,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: So when do you? Because I imagine that prosthetic sales and stuff kind of goes up as haunts, you know, need to buy your stuff for their actors and and even like home haunts and private events and things are buying your stuff. Like how? Like when will you start to see that as boneyard effects? How this whole thing is going to affect your usual work that you do in that regard?
2: Well, normally in any given year, it's usually the first week of September that we actually start seeing the cells going on. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have no idea what's going on, what's going to happen this year, but, you know, we're still selling these things. There's a company called Mostly Dead that carries their stuff year round and we're just sending out thousands and thousands of prosthetics. Of them them. Wow. Every day I'm out there running foam out there. I, that's what I was doing today. I was out running foam for them just so we can keep them supplied because they sell stuff a year, around the world. So. So, oh, so they're, they're like yeah.
0: a, a third-party vendor kind of thing?
2: Yeah, yeah. They do their own prosthetics, but they also buy other people's prosthetics. So they're like the one-stop place to get all foam latex and stuff like that. But yeah, they thousands and thousands of pieces. Did wow, that's great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, what for?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so I remember... People-
2: <laughs> people who still love it, You know, people who still love it. You know, no matter what. Yeah. You know, and there are still low budget student films and stuff like that. Yeah. Should, you know, student you films. You got to think about. You know, w- away from California. You know, yeah. life is much more normal when you get away from California and some of the other states and stuff like that. That aren't hit as hard as we are. They don't have the restrictions that we do.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, that's great. That's really good news.
2: Yeah. You know, I've
0: heard, was it last year that you were selling at? Sp- uh, some of
2: your stuff through Spirit Halloween. No, we've ever I, we've, got, um, we've never been into Spirit. They, I, our price, oh, price went yeah. a little high for them. But we did uh, Halloween Express. I think. Oh, that yeah. was What it was, Halloween yeah, Express. Halloween Express. Yeah. We were doing stuff, and they actually just reached out to us. They're actually back in the um, uh, Victoria Gardens uh, at Ran- in Rancho, and they were uh, they're currently yeah. in a great building. So they've got a new brand new great big space that they're building. So they're opening Halloween right there. So awesome. it isn't. <laughs> it no
1: and that that's <laughs> if you're willing to roll the dice on it there's a really great potential there because there are people who are like you know what i just i can't i don't want to test the waters and others are like yeah we'll do it they're the ones that everyone like us like we're gonna go there because they're the only you know if they're only in town then yeah.
2: they're gonna do yeah. great <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely and like yeah. i said we're we're making sure we've got everything in place for making make sure everyone's safe in this thing mm-hmm. so so I'm just keeping fingers crossed that, you know, that we can just get these restrictions lifted and, and we're going to start building. Is there power. any
1: way to modify a prosthetic to have the filter in it or some kind of like protective face mask thing?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We've already done the research on that. You can, you put, there's HEPA filters. You can, you can just paint uh, glue, a HEPA filter right inside the prosthetic. What? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you you don't you, you don't have to cover the face. I've heard people saying, "Well, what if you do a, a monster face mask and just do makeup around it?" It's like that's not what we do. You know, that's, well, not, that's what not stayed you know? one year. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. So did.
0: yeah, because it was when the fires. Oh, it was a couple of years ago when the fires were really oh, really bad. Yeah, and so they put masks on everybody. Okay, oh. and they just airbrushed yeah. around it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've well, we, we, you know. Get the- you know, people people know us for doing the special effects makeup, so we can't, you know, we don't want to let our fans down. So we're trying to figure out a way that we still, people get that, that the monster faces that they're expecting yeah. and still keeping everyone safe, so.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, everyone is thinking about it. Anyone who does any sort of production or show or anything is figuring out how they can put on their event safely and then, you know, how they're going to solve that problem of keeping the mask on their face when, yeah, yeah. you know, in those close quarters.
2: Yeah, and you're like, we've done some modifications to everything because we used to have doorways in ITB. We've removed all the doorways, so it's a four-foot walkway the entire through, so mm-hmm. people aren't having to touch anything as much yeah. as possible. Yeah. And, you know, we're looking at, we were talking with Joey at Fog It Up. He's got a disinfecting fog we use before and afterwards, so we will just fog the whole place before and after every night. And plus, he's given me a lot of great information about fog itself and how it can actually help. Keep things from getting through the air. So, so we're looking at every possible scenario. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have
2: to have those So you're just going to make
0: it like yeah. so foggy in there you can't see
2: anything. <laughs> you can barely see much anyway. It's dark. That's yeah. so. <laughs> very dark. <laughs>
0: that could be a theme. You could just do the fog.
2: There you go. <laughs> just wander around in an empty space. During, yeah. Where am I? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Except then you have to touch everything.
2: Yeah, put nothing in there.
0: Yeah, it'll just be a big, empty 10,000 square foot warehouse. Yeah, a lot of fog. Can you imagine?
2: Then they'll send them out looking for something that they'll never find.
0: Yeah,
1: you know what? That's not a bad idea. (laughs) 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 Just collect the money and wish them the best of luck.
0: Yeah, (laughs) see you. Well, you know how they say, like, if you if you cover the eyes and the ears, like people will just go in circles. If you get them in there and just going in circles over and over and over, they'll they'll think it was like the longest maze ever.
1: So um, have you gotten any feedback from the actors? Are you using basically the same collection of people that you've used in the past?
2: yes as of right now most of everybody that we- has been a part of itb have wanted to come back and be involved again yeah. but you know we're also getting a massive outpouring from every character in los angeles now going mm-hmm. oh you might be opening it's like oh, i don't know i don't know it's like you know mm-hmm. just watch for announcement i don't know if we'll have any openings or not but you know yeah. everyone's everyone's wanting you know knowing oh my god there might be a haunt opening and they obviously know oh, it us, so they yeah <laughs> you're probably
0: gonna have to like sell tickets online or something and yes because i feel like they're going to sell out quick with the amount of time and people you have per day
2: yeah exactly because you know actually the owners of this thing said you know i would like to be open seven days a week and it's like if you can bring me that many people we'll be open seven days a week we'll oh, yeah. we'll, we'll absolutely yeah. do it so
1: well yeah you can do a cast b cast c cast if yeah you, know, you if absolutely you
2: like absolutely so you yeah. know <laughs> so we'll see we shall see mm-hmm.
1: yeah has anybody, like, raised concerns about that? Like, I'll do this if there's, like, any sort of protocol in place or anything?
2: You know, they're just asking, are, are you guys taking this into consideration? I said, of course. You know, we're doing more than people would ever expect us to do. You know, know, you, if this is the minimum, we're going to go eight times more than that to make sure that we, you know, we're covering every base. And everyone's going, great, I want to do it. So it's, it's just that simple question, are you guys going to do it? Yeah. And it's only a couple of them, You, know, a couple, you know, but most of them understand. I don't you know. We'll be there. We'll be, absolutely be there. And there, I get text messages every other day. What, how's it going? How's it going? Are we open? Are we open? <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> when I know, you'll know.
1: <laughs> that's true. So have you already started contacting contact with the state? Like have you gotten that ball rolling also?
2: Yeah, everything's in place right now. Everything's, yeah. out, everything's in place. We're doing our final. I've got the, the building's architect is just finalizing our plans of getting them all. Architecty, not mm-hmm. in, like my line oh, drawings, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, every, every everything's there, and right? so we're, it's just standing. And that was the, the we, we talked with the owners, like we just want to be ready to open on a moment's mm-hmm. notice. So we have everything ready, everything in everyone's hands. We don't have to wait on anything. Mm-hmm. And they know that they've, they've, so they work well with the city and the fire marshal.
3: Yay! Right. <laughs> right. That, right.
2: That, you know, that they're going to go ahead and say yeah immediately. Once once the state says do it, we're going to go. And so. Knowing the fact you know, that we're no matter when they open or when we open, we're probably going to go ahead and start building some. There's no reason to wait. <laughs> there's no you know, That's true. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not sitting there. So we might as well start moving stuff in and getting it ready. So there's yeah. less time we get the green light. It's like, <gasps> okay, get out the screw guns. <laughs> right. let nice. do
1: it. So as far uh when you said fire marshal, that reminded me. Was there anything as far as um, like the usual emergency exit type of stuff, like that kind of stuff that had to evolve with, this whole, with the whole pandemic?
2: You know, it really strangely did not. It, really? the, the requirements of the fire marshal really didn't change any. They, you know, they just wanted to see the basic stuff to make sure we had the right lighting and they had you know, emergency plans in place and, and that, but there really wasn't anything COVID related to the fire marshal. It was, it's pretty much city planning and things along those lines.
1: That's interesting. I don't know why. I guess I thought I would have expected that they needed wider emergency exits or something.
2: Less yeah, duveteen, no, actually-
1: more duveteen. Like because you know, having the duveteen there, like it's a fire block. But then a lot of people have to touch it. So I'm wondering if there would have been a conflict of interest between the fire marshal and the the city or the state or whoever, right. saying that you're not allowed to touch anything. Meanwhile, you need right. a fire block between this room and this room, or you know, stuff uh-huh. like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it was actually great. I did, had a Zoom meeting with the entire, everybody from the city, the fire marshal, everything, and and everyone's going, yeah, this is a great idea, we love it, all we have to do is just make sure all the things are in one in row, and and all these protocols in place, and we're gonna go. It's like, what is <laughs> so, it It's strange to have someone fighting for us to open, because it, it's always been the opposite of that. Yeah,
0: well, I think, <laughs> so, you know, even the cities are like, we need something for people to do, you yes. know, because they know people are getting restless. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, there's not every city has a drive-in movie theater or right. things like that to do. So yeah.
1: And, some, yeah, something that's going to draw uh, is tourism, essentially, to the city. You know, yeah. getting you know, all those local yeah. businesses, getting that extra traffic. Even if it's just the drive throughs I know it's really limited, but at least it's revenue. It's tax revenue okay. yeah. for the city.
0: Exactly. That was, like, one of the things, too, like, when we did the Huntington Haunt down at Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. That was the first time they ever even had a professional haunt in mm. the city mm. and so they were wow. they were really excited about just getting something during october for f- people to go and do yeah and absolutely. so they they helped out a lot and pushed some stuff and let some stuff slide and were like right. hey, you know what, just make sure this is done before you open and then we're cool you know? yeah <laughs> <laughs> for
1: sure the is, like there's got to be some people who work for the city who work in permitting who are like sad that they're not getting all of those applications like there's probably some folks that are pretty jazzed to be like oh my gosh they're opening yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah, that is so true everyone is is so excited about this potentially opening it's 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 fantastic
1: it is definitely the the anomaly
2: yeah and just you Mm -hmm. know by the
1: by its very nature by its its design it just happened to be perfect
0: for something like this i did get sent one other haunt in burbank that they're actually looking at i mean i guess they are going to transition to a drive-through haunt
2: Ooh, okay
0: (laughs) so i don't know how that's gonna work you know, I, I just think of Lion Country <laughs> Safari. You know, you just roll your windows down and drive through the animals. But
2: yeah, don't you know, like, drive over the animals.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really curious to see. Like, there was that one in Japan that they did where you drove. They converted a mechanic's garage, and you oh. drove into the garage and parked your car and turned all the lights off and turned it off, the door shut behind you. And then all kinds of stuff happened and then you left. Okay. So it was kind of like you were trapped Aww. in this garage, this haunted that, garage.
2: That and, sounds a lot more safe. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I don't know about actually like letting people drive their car yeah. through <laughs> scenes with actors.
1: Yeah, cause like that's a flow through nightmare. Like yes. one group of one car and everyone yeah. in the car but I, and so yep, the I, only
0: thing, I don't know where it's going to be, but I would have to guess it has to be like a regional park or something where they have a driveway, like a pathway that the cars can drive around.
2: Yeah. You know? I've heard people talking about this and they were saying that just it, it could have been even profitable because you can't really sell tickets. You're selling carload. So yeah. you can cram a hundred people in a car and you can't really, how do you well, sell them do tickets?
0: Well, they do that in, uh, I don't know if you ever been to the big thing that they do in Vegas during Christmas at the, at the NASCAR track. It's the world's largest drive through Christmas display.
2: Oh, nice.
0: And they charge 10 bucks a car. You can cram as many people as you want in it. Right. 10 bucks a car. You just drive through and they just have, you know, big displays. Some of them are like those blow up things you buy at Home Depot. Uh, Some of them are like intricate, like, you know, music lights going together kind of a thing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and it's long, I mean, it's huge. I mean, you're just there for like 30, 40 minutes driving through this thing, like it's a big thing. Um, but then you could also upgrade and they have like horse-drawn carriages or Santa's sleigh and you can like oh, nice. pay an extra nice. huh. 20, $30 and your family can ride through on a horse-drawn carriage. That's cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, they do, I mean, it works for the the Christmas thing. So I would assume yeah. they might be able to make a profit. Yeah.
1: Well, instantly, I see a fundamental difference, especially when it comes to like work that you do, Larry, is your work is very close up, intricate, detailed, like you to really get a get a good grip on it, you have to be really close to it or, you know, somewhat close to yeah. it. yeah. like with a Christmas display, it's designed to be viewed from 30, 40, 50 feet away.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So like, would you be able to pull off something like that with, you know, your... How do you showcase the work? How do you showcase the makeup and the costuming and and the you know the the set design and everything like that? Like I'm sure there's a way to. Do I mean, it, I think you like, are, to
0: to think of it more like a hayride.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, there's so much stuff in ITB, like, you know, just little details on tables and stuff like that. that, You know, people may never even see, but, you know, we want to make sure that that stuff's in there for the people who do see it. You know, going, oh, my, look at the detail in everything.
1: Rewarding those who are really looking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hurry up.
2: Move along. Move along.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, that was cool. Yeah, but did you see
1: this? Did you see
2: this?
0: Have you done uh, The Void? In downtown no, Disney, or no. I you, you know, know
2: I've, I've, I've seen so few attractions because I spent a decade at Horror Night, so <laughs> I guess so I've I always, I,
1: <laughs> That's fair,
0: like ever since we did The Void, uh, I feel like that'd be an amazing way to do a haunted attraction.
2: Um, what is it?
0: So, so, it's a VR experience. Uh, but you have a backpack with the computer in it. So it's like uh-huh. a, it's like a gaming laptop that basically they shove in a backpack. You put it on, put your goggles on, and then you're actually walking through basically like a haunt maze. There's walls, there's props, and everything is tracked in VR. So if you, like the one we did with Star Wars, so like if you see R2-D2 in VR, you can actually touch it, and there's an R2-D2 there. Oh, nice. You the sensory <laughs> thing as well as everything else. And they have a thing where, like, you're hovering over lava. And you actually feel the heat and, like, it feels like the platform's moving with you on it. And it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That is cool. Um, So I think that'd be really cool, like, if you did something with ghosts and things like that. Because you could actually make the ghosts manifest and tell a more complete story using VR. You can
1: do, like, mocap. You know, they have that instant mocap. Thing where um, it will, you know, do the, the overlay on the skeleton like in almost in real time. So like if your actor in that VR yeah, had yeah, all of that, those sensors on them and then it would translate. This is really expensive.
0: It's yeah. Really expensive. <laughs> 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 but, you know, you, you'd have to charge like $100 a person. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean,
1: I would totally pay a hundred bucks to see that.
0: <laughs> no question. <Yeah. laughs>
1: but as far as like...
0: Okay, Andy Circus. Oh, and right. who's the other guy? The other guy that Andy Circus steals all the work from. He's
1: <laughs> <laughs> got the Minds Eye Tribe team, all the action actors who do the VR. Yeah. But yeah. again, and you know, if we're trying to like, solve the problem of today's, how do you pull this off when you can't touch anything? Or if mm-hmm. you do touch something, now you've got to disinfect it. You've got these backpacks and the, I mean, a helmet, forget about it. Like, It sounds like a logistics nightmare, but I still would love to see it. How
0: about this, Uh, into the black VR home experience?
3: Oh, there you go.
0: (laughs) So you had that really cool VR experience that you did before, right? Uh huh. So what if you just put that out like on Steam or something and charge like two or three bucks for it?
2: There you go. It was a
0: really cool experience. Like it was a cool V. That was one of the better VR movies, and like I loved how. How it played with, uh, like your size—I don't want to give mm-hmm. away what happened, but you know, <laughs> your your size was interesting in the in the world, and, yes. and I think it was really really cool. So I think it'd be a cool thing, and I think a lot of people would just check it out because it's kind of this cool scary thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that would that'd be kind of an interesting idea. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. What about <laughs> like a um. What was it called? Circle vision at Disneyland way back when? Do like a circle vision type of of displaying of some form of entertainment, but um you know, still doing it social distance-wise with like different groups, like groups that you come in together. Would mm-hmm. that be something that's feasible that you can do now?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean it's been so, so long and I know that technology has gotten so much better since that it was even a thing but it seems like you could, it's, you know, you're basically going to watch a movie, but it's different enough. It's kind of weird and new. It's like having 3d goggles on without having the 3d goggles on and you can still have some sort of entertainment experience.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm just looking for something fun to do.
2: I know. Aren't we all?
1: (laughs) And there's gotta be like, like, like angel investors and stuff right you've got to think there's somebody out there who is itching to find someone with that. the idea and the means and like the <laughs> stuff to make this thing and they're just like waiting like all right who's <laughs> got the idea that we can make it happen
2: <laughs> yes absolutely yeah
1: <laughs> i do feel bad for the the actor the haunt actors
2: oh right i now. know it's heartbreaking it's absolutely heartbreaking you know everyone lives for it they live for it and it's like yeah Ugh. yeah I, I think everyone knew it was coming i think no mm-hmm. one wanted to admit it but everyone saw the writing on the wall it's like Ugh, this cringing waiting for every the next one to drop so
0: yeah i mean as soon as i saw they took the facade out on one of the mazes mm-hmm. i was like oh, universal's done and it was like a couple yep. weeks later they announced it yeah and then nothing had been being worked on at Knott's and no monsters got rehire cards. And I was like, yeah, Knots has not come in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and no rehire card thing gave it away. <laughs> yeah.
2: I saw like you I went down to like Magic Mountain and like their page doesn't even exist for, for up here, Magic Mountain. It's like yeah. page missing. Oh, wow. Like there's no information at all. It's like, oh, well... I guess that's coming too. we knew it would as well, but
0: I'm uh, surprised they haven't yeah. announced it. And I'm surprised it took not so long to announce it.
2: Yeah. I think everyone expected Nauts to be one of the first ones, you know, being the yeah. the, the industry leader so, yeah. in the haunted attraction industry. They
1: really doing. tried though. Yeah. I think kind of like the, the taste of of what was it? Like like their taste their, of calico. Yeah, like oh, that yeah. may have been like a test run to see if
0: they can get flow through, where they can yeah. put I the feel like, and stuff. I feel like they'll still do like a, a taste of haunt or, or something, like same kind of idea where nothing's open. You just go and hang out and they have right. lighting and fog and, and food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, as, as weird as it would be not to have like our friends in the fog with us, just walking down fog alley with the lighting and the fog w- might be enough. It would definitely make me cry.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like knowing yeah. that
1: no one is there with us, but like like that's home and like for, for Universal, like that's their
2: home.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah.
2: Ugh. yeah. I know. So I know. But well I'm gonna be it, I'm gonna be talking with the uh the owner of this facility. If they might be interested in doing something on Halloween weekend and maybe we can get some vendors and sliders or something.
1: Oh, <laughs> Oh my
2: gosh. Putting that out there.
1: <laughs> well, no. How far we'd have to jump to do a, a social distance distance jumping
2: contest? <laughs> 34 feet. Oh, you Jesus. can do it.
0: You can do <laughs> vertically.
2: it. Vertically. You're right. <laughs> we'll be fine.
0: Yeah, I so, <laughs> dumb speaking of earlier. slider shows, you know what hasn't canceled? Bishop County Fair hasn't
2: canceled. <laughs> no! <laughs> They're still going, huh? They have
0: not officially canceled yet.
2: Oh man. And you we haven't trained
0: once because the park where we train is technically closed. Yeah. So yeah. we haven't done any, like the group hasn't even been together since November, December.
1: Oh. I don't even know anymore. What yeah. is time? So wait, know. when is that supposed to be? Is it Labor Day?
0: Yeah, it's Labor Day weekend. I mean, come on. <laughs> no way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: they're, they're holding
0: oh. on they're holding on hope
1: well yeah. as we know there are some folks you know, who technically, don't believe in-
0: well they do have one good thing going for them their county is not on the red list of the state of California
1: base. oh we can so change not-
0: that <laughs> we could <laughs> you know how you do that Bring <laughs> tons of people into a single location to have an event <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, we're really selling it hard for this event to happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was so much fun,
2: though. It oh, was. How much joy that was. They had no idea what they were looking at. Like, no. like <laughs> no.
1: But they wanted us back so badly. They contacted us. The mayor, us
0: the mayor, actually said, like, asked us back.
2: Wow, that's awesome. And so that's
0: this totally year awesome. we were actually going to get. Well, apparently we may still get. <laughs> But we we're act- we were we actually going to get our own building this year. Nice.
2: Nice. Yeah, I
0: guess having a bunch of scary monsters next to Baptist <laughs> church booths and Trump <laughs> booths didn't work out that great. Yeah. You know? Imagine
3: <laughs>
1: that. What's funny is they even explained to them what we were and who we were bringing with us. And they still like, because it was so out of their wheelhouse, they couldn't even fathom what you're yeah. like oh it's probably like a cute little hocus pocus thing or something like that and then we show up they're like <laughs> whoa
0: like a harvest
1: festival <laughs> uh, it's not the fall festival in the church parking lot <laughs> but i mean they, but there, but there was a couple of vendors there that were kind of like in our same kind of group like the t-shirt vendor yeah was had like some spooky stuff there's another yeah. vendor that was kind of like I think that you know it's kind of one of those things like with Haunt X and with all the the smaller ones that like every year it gets a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. I think that the haunted presence would have gotten bigger yeah. if we had the chance. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> oh that I don't know if you can hear her. That's our dog
0: Hula. She's uh, she's old.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a puppy. Oh. You know,
0: you know Haystack, right? Daryl,
1: oh, he's he yeah. yeah. the video.
0: Yeah, this is, this is, is, is oh, cool. Nice. this is her puppy. <laughs> puppy. She's, she's ancient now. Yeah. She's going on
2: 16. Oh, man. <laughs> she has she's...
0: heart issues and cancer and all kinds of things. So she's on like on a litany of medications to keep her alive. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yep.
1: Like yeah, that's <laughs> our 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 gift to Daryl now is to take care of his puppy the best that we can for as long as we yeah. can.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I guess uh, as we're closing it out, do you have any um, anything you want to say to the community or any advice you want to give to people out in the Halloween community?
2: Oh, just stay strong. Just stay strong. I know that like it's really. It's really hard on everyone out there and, you know, just understand that it's probably in many of these cases in these large ones that are closing down are going to be for the best. Cause you know, I know that it, I know what it takes to put on something the size of universal or not. So it's a year round process and mm-hmm. to be able to change it that quick is going to be really hard. So, you know, just all I can say is just look forward to next year, enjoy Halloween, S- stay at home, decorate your house.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Eat candy corn. Tell you puke. <laughs> and that's just, and that's just it. Is you know that we're you know everyone's in the same boat. You know everyone in a sad, in a sad place, but try to keep your chin up and stay positive and And uh, knowing that you know the fog will roll again. It
0: will. And then uh, where can they find out about? Into the Black and Horowell, and follow you on, you know, whatever Instagram, Facebook, all those things.
2: All of the things Horrorwell.com, boneyard effects.com, all the Facebooks, all the Instagrams, all the Twitters. You can find us on all the social media. And just, we're trying to do updates on a regular basis. And uh, hopefully, here in a couple of weeks, you'll get a fantastic news that, hey, there's going to be a haunt in Southern California.
0: That'll be awesome.
1: That will be, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that ended up being national
0: news. Yeah, oh my God! To there's something, like, oh, there's open. something open. <laughs>
1: I mean, it is such a phenomenon. Like we gotta take it for granted because it did start here, and like we were nearly oversaturated. Dare I say, of haunts, mm-hmm. and now going from that to the complete opposite, and you've got like maybe two or three yeah. that are able yeah. to to rise above and pull it off. That is a
2: feat. Yeah.
0: So I really, really hope.
2: Gosh, we're man. fighting for Halloween. Yeah. Every day, we're fighting for Halloween.
0: Yeah. Uh, all our fingers are crossed over yeah. here. Even if it, <laughs> Halloween
1: ends up being dated sometime in November or December or January, Yeah. who cares?
2: It's a frame of mind. Yes. Exactly.
1: Absolutely. And it's there. Like today, it was a little bit of a cooler day. It felt like that, ooh. Like maybe. it's getting
0: close, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yes. <laughs> it was overcast all day. It was nice. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: That's yeah. awesome.
1: That's awesome. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank
0: you so much. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tales from the Fog. And you can follow Veronica on Instagram at
1: At Veronica Voices. Or for the film stuff, you can catch me at Stunt Soundy, S-T-U-N-T-S-O-U-N-D-I-E.
0: All right. And until next time, we'll see you in the fog.
1: Bye, guys.
0: Bye.